Have you ever felt stuck? Maybe you even feel stuck right now, like stuck in your situation. You know God has spoken something else. You know he has a promise. You maybe even have heard it, but you're just feeling stuck. Well, stay with me for the next 20 minutes because I'm sharing with you the exact moment things began to shift for me. The scripture that pushed me through, the truth I still hold onto today, an encouragement for you because who God has called you to be is on purpose. He didn't mess up. You are his child right where you are. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. Last week, there was no new episode as I was speaking at a virtual event and encouraged you all to log into this free event and hear from the 25 incredible female Christian leaders. I want to encourage you to go to the show notes for this episode because I'm still sharing about the Abundant Woman Collective virtual event. It was incredible. Well, during this event, I was part of a panel, a couple of us speakers on a video chat live, and this allowed for attendees to ask questions. And one of the questions got me so excited. It brought me back to the beginning. And it's exactly what I'm going to share with you today. Here's what the question was. Was there a book of the Bible that spoke to you the most when getting started in the work that you're doing? Let me tell you, I immediately had a response. Like I even had a physical reaction to this question. I remember it exactly. I remember where I was. I remember the color of pen I was using in my journal that day. I remember the day I read this scripture and God's truth hit me so hard that it spurred what you see now. This podcast, Mentoring Women, Bible Journaling Boot Camp, The Waiting Season Mentorship Program, Through Proverbs with Purpose Devotional, and just daily life pouring into others the love of Christ. I mean, of course, I'm going to share it with you. This episode may even seem a little bit different. It may seem more like story time than teaching, but but stay with me because the exact truth that shifted everything for me might be exactly what you need to hear right now, too. All right. It was March of 2021, and I felt stuck. Like specifically, it was March 9th of 2021. You may know my story prior to that, but I'll give you the quick little like Kayla's notes version real fast. In March of 2019, while living in Phoenix, Arizona, working for a large church full time, living my own life and working with my immigration attorney, knowing I'm about six months away from a green card. If y'all don't know, I'm Canadian, born and raised. Although I spent most of my adult life in the U.S., a green card had not happened for me yet. It was always the dream, always a goal, always a hope. And at this point, it truly was on the table. My mom and dad were in Canada and my dad was not well and I didn't know what to do. Well, truly, I never wanted to live in Canada again. I had, even as a little girl, dreamed of living in the U.S. and playing basketball, which I did. Then I worked for the NBA. Then I earned another degree studying the Bible. Then I was working for a church. There's a gap in there of me being deported back to Canada for six years. But in 2019, I was back in Phoenix living my life. Well, I felt this almost like tormenting kind of spirit while I was there. And when I would think about staying or think about going to help being with my mom and dad, I didn't know what to do. I truly didn't know which way to go. So I kept praying. And then I went a step further and began fasting. And at that point, 
I truly felt the Lord tell me to go home. Go back to Canada. What? Now? You're sure? Okay. And I knew it was the Lord because there was this peace I had never experienced. Remember, I never wanted to live in Canada. I had my life in the U.S., my career, my friends, my relationship, my home, my life. Oh, and six months from a green card. I'd even already signed papers agreeing to remain in my current position afterward. But God said, go. So the next morning, without telling anyone, I went into the church and gave my two weeks notice, something I had never done before in my life. Then I called my immigration attorney to stop the paperwork. Then I called my parents and said, I'm moving home. Then I called my boyfriend and said, I'm moving back to Canada. March of 2019, I... Well, I almost said I set sail for Canada. I'm really in this book of the Bible I'm about to tell you all about. But in March of 2019, I went back to Canada. And in November of that year, eight months later, my dad went to be with the Lord. Those eight months were the hardest yet most incredible eight months of my life. I figured Christmas with the family, help my mom get things in order for her, and I'll be back to my life. Well, Y'all know what happened a couple months later in early 2020. When the border closed, I was stuck in Canada. While my life was on the other side of that lockdown imaginary line separating our countries. Nobody could understand how I felt. Now what? God, I, th I thought this was temporary. I was obedient. I said yes. I left everything and came to Canada. And now my dad's with you. So I thought I would go get my life back now. No? I began to build my business online, as did a lot of people in that time, right? Oh, and by business, I mean Kayla Fit. I was training women. I was in my personal training and nutrition era, group programs, individual training, devotionals with workouts, whatever I could do, I was building. And I just kept feeling like something was missing. As I would take women through my fitness programs, which were focused on a foundation of a relationship with God, I felt so much more excited and joyful as they got closer to God, more so than when they hit their health goals. I just wanted to teach. I wanted to share. I wanted to write. I wanted to speak. I wanted to do it all for God's glory, teaching others to grow closer to Him. A podcast sounded great. I'd been feeling the pull to a podcast for a while. Mentoring women in their faith sounded great, right up my alley in exactly what I wanted to do. Helping others understand the Bible and build this consistency in their time reading and time with the Lord, yes, that's exactly what I want to do. All of these conversations I was having with God, Him giving me glimpses of what He's sending my way, and this was my response, God, yes! Yes, I want to do that too. I'm all in. I'll do it once you get me back to Arizona. I mean, that's where my people are. That's where my network is. That's where my life is. That's where everything is for me. That's where my stuff is. So when you get me back there, I'll do all these things and it will work out so well. Have you ever held your yes hostage from God? Have you ever heard God with some clear direction, a clear plan, a plan that actually you're totally on board with, but there's just one thing? Have you ever said, yes, God, I'm in just as soon as my kids get a little older? Yes, God, I'm in. Just let me finish out this contract first. Yes, God, I'm in. Just let me wait till after Christmas. We already have plans made together. Yes, God, I'm in as soon as I save up enough. Yes, God, I'm in. But wouldn't it be better if... Can you think of a time? Maybe you're even in it right now. 
So I'm currently in Chicago and I went to a church with my friend this past week and the pastor shared a little story that was such a clear image in my mind. He was sharing about this man who would follow God. Just whatever he heard the Lord say, he was in. And someone asked him one day, if God told you to go walk through that wall, would you do it? And the man replied, yep. And all I have to do is start walking and God will figure it out by the time I get to the wall. Y'all, that blessed me so much. It's my immediate yes. That's where I'm at now in my life. I want to give God my immediate yes. So let me get to the Bible. Let me take you to March 9th of 2021. Literally, I scrolled back through my phone. I have the scripture screenshotted, a prayer with it, and even a video of me speaking and teaching. It must have been on Instagram. This specific understanding from that day. Okay, here it is. Acts chapter 28. Backstory and context for you. The book of Acts is where we meet Paul, who was named Saul until the Lord changed his name. He was the leader of those who persecuted Christians at the time. He was murdering believers because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And the Lord speaks to him on the road to Damascus, makes him blind. Then a man named Ananias comes to pray over him and restores his sight. It's actually such a good story. The whole book of Acts is. So Paul is now preaching the gospel. He's traveling around sharing the good news, and then he's thrown in jail for preaching about Jesus Christ. He's wrongfully accused, but there's no justice for him. It's this whole runaround and who will try his case because of where he's from, and it goes on and on and on. He's in jail, and it's bad. There are threats and plans to kill him, but the Lord says to him in Acts chapter 23, verse 11, the Lord says this, Be encouraged, Paul. Just as you have been a witness to me here in Jerusalem, you must preach the good news in Rome as well. Rome. Okay, got it. The Lord is saying he will preach in Rome. That's something to hold on to. That's the promise to look forward to as Paul is in prison, being threatened and not in Rome, but hope to hold on to. Then Paul's sent to Caesarea, which is in Jerusalem, not Rome, and he goes before the high priest there, but that high priest says he can't try the case, so he brings in another one. Paul obviously denies all the charges, but they can't just let him go. So Paul's going through it. But God said he would preach the gospel in Rome, but he's stuck, like totally stuck. Super short version, truly read the whole book of Acts. Get invested in Paul's life. It's a trip. Finally, in chapter 27, the nice little title in my Bible says, Paul sails for Rome. I'm thinking, finally, God's word coming true. He may still be a prisoner, but at least he'll be in Rome and will preach there. And that's what God said. Mid chapter 27, the shipwreck. I remember reading this in 2021, being so invested, not reading with hindsight or foresight, but truly being invested in Paul's life. I remember thinking, are you kidding me? Seriously, God? Finally a break. Finally setting sail to Rome. The word you gave and now shipwrecked? And even that was a whole episode. Like the guards wanting to throw prisoners overboard as the ship would go down. Seriously, go read it. So they hit the shore of the island of Malta. And then... I can't make this up, (laughs) y'all. Chapter 28, verse 3. As Paul gathered an armful of sticks and was laying them on the fire, a poisonous snake driven out by the heat bit him on the hand. The people of the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other, a murderer, no doubt. Though he escaped the sea, justice will not permit him to live. Like, come on. The people waited for him to die, but... Paul actually just shook the snake off, and after a while, they realized that he wasn't harmed. They were like, oh my gosh, he's not a murderer. He's a god. What? (laughs) Okay, so here's the part. Here's what hit me that March 9th of 2021. 
Acts chapter 28, starting in verse 7. Near the shore, where we landed, was an estate belonging to Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us and treated us kindly for three days. As it happened, Publius's father was ill with fever and dysentery. Paul went in and prayed for him, and laying his hands on him, he healed him. Then all the other sick people on the island came and were healed. As a result, we were showered with honors, and when the time came to sail, people supplied us with everything we would need for the trip. Wow. (laughs) I don't know if you're hearing this. Paul went in and prayed for him. For the chief official's father, he laid hands on him and healed him. Then all the other sick people of the island came and were healed. Paul really prayed for them. Paul, who was a prisoner, has been wrongfully accused, tossed around throughout the system, nobody wanting to try his case and just release him and let him go on with his own life. God had said he would preach the gospel in Rome and finally he's on his way there. So he thinks. And then a shipwreck. Then bit by a poisonous snake. And he still prayed for this man and healed him. Then prayed for all the other sick people on the island and they were healed. I have to read the very next verse because it's crucial to the context. Verse 11 of Acts 28 says this, It was three months after the shipwreck that we set sail on another ship. Three months. For three months, Paul is there on this island and praying for people. And here's what hit me that very morning. Paul was not yet where God had said he would be, but he was still who God called him to be. And that's it. That's what changed everything for me. Paul was not yet where God said he would be, but he was still who God called him to be. When I tell you it was that very day that I began researching podcast courses to help me create and produce and provide these episodes to you with excellence, it was that very day I began to speak and share and write devotionals right where I was. Y'all, I was stuck in Canada. Stuck which felt like a word I had used over and over and over in my life. I was stuck in Canada. Yet now the word stuck didn't hold the power over me that it had previously held. Paul could have felt stuck this whole time. He had it bad. Everything he went through, every little glimpse of, oh, sweet, my case is going to be tried by someone else. I'll get out of here and set sail for Rome like God said. Yeah, that didn't happen. But then even, oh, amazing, even though I'm still a prisoner, this ship full of prisoners is headed to Rome. That's God's promise. I can taste it. Shipwrecked on an island. Seriously, God? I don't know if Paul ever had these kind of conversations with God, but I'll be honest, I did. God, why do you keep playing with me? Why do you keep playing with my emotions? I heard you. I trusted you. But now all of this, it was real for me. Have you had those conversations with God before? I trusted you. I left everything. I said yes. I did it even when I didn't understand. I trusted you. Now this? I've been holding on to that promise. It's been giving me hope. Now this? I've been replaying what you said, what you told me, who you are, your goodness, your faithfulness. I've been replaying it every day. Now this? Y'all, that was me. I was trusting God, but it seemed like he was moving too slow or not at all in some areas, if I'm honest. But the one thing I continued to do was spend time with him in his word. There's a reason he had me right there in the book of Acts every day. At the time, I was reading one chapter per day. Some days, maybe a little more because I wanted to know what happened in the story. But even then, I felt like we weren't moving forward. I was still spending time with him. I was still listening for him. I was still giving him an opportunity to speak into my life even when I felt like things weren't moving. And it was on March 9th in chapter 28 of the book of Acts. He spoke so clearly right to me through Paul's journey. So clearly he spoke a truth that has impacted me more than I could have imagined. 
Do I still believe I will be back in Arizona one day? Yeah, I do. I know God has said it, but what I've released is my expectation of what that looks like and when. Remember the past two episodes about release? Head back to those if you haven't listened to them yet. I believe I'll be back in Arizona, but maybe it will be just to speak at an event. Maybe it will be to host a retreat of my own. Maybe it will be to live and raise a family. Maybe it will be to, I don't even know anymore. But I do know it will be to share the gospel with others. And you know what? That's an everyday thing for me now. So I'm going to let God decide how and where he wants that done. Until then, I'm right here, committed to being who God called me to be, even when I'm not yet where he said I would be. This scripture is truly what changed me, encouraged me, pushed me, and helped me boldly take the next steps to get to where I am right now. And It's still the same scripture that encourages me daily, especially when I can't see the promises or the plans as clearly as I would like to. Kayla, are you still who God called you to be, even though you're not yet where he said you would be? It's a check-in I do often. Praying for others, whether it's in person or online. Teaching on this podcast, studying and spending time with God and his word, equipping myself and others. Having others in my life who sharpen and equip me in all areas who God has called me to be right here, right now. Oh wait, do you know what happened the next day? After this fresh understanding, holding on to the promise, releasing that feeling of being stuck, I woke up on March 10th of 2021 and I was still there. I was still living in my mom's basement in Canada. I was still working to build a business online. I had so much more work to do. I was still not back in Arizona, nor did I have a plan in place or doors flying open for me to get there. And you know what else is really, really crazy? I haven't even been back to Arizona. This is the longest stint in my life of not even popping in for a visit. My situation didn't change that day. God didn't shift his plans and say, good job, Kayla. Now that you understand being who I called you to be all the time, no matter where you are, well, you learned the lesson. Now you can move on and I'll give you the promise. That's not how he works. Nothing changed, yet everything changed. My circumstances were the exact same, but my mind changed, my heart changed, my patience changed, my understanding changed, I changed. Remember, hold on to God's truth. Hold on to his promises and what he has said. He meant it. And while you're waiting, remember to be who he called you to be, even when you're not yet where he said you would be. I'm going to leave you today with the prayer that I prayed that day. The prayer that I wrote down and shared, pulling it straight off my phone from March 9th, 2021. Maybe it's for you to pray to. Lord, thank you for who you are. You are my God, my way maker, my plan creator, my guide in the darkness. That stuck here feeling is real. And I pray today that I continue to receive the push from the Holy Spirit. I pray that I am encouraged to be who you have called me to be no matter where I am. I will seek your will. I will be your ambassador. I will do your work no matter where I am. Amen. Before you go today, I have big news for you. Bible Journaling Bootcamp is open for enrollment all the time now. It is an evergreen program now, meaning that you can enroll any day, any time. And in this 30-day program, you will go from inconsistency, insecurity, all the questions in your time with God, to confidently spending time with God in His Word, reading the Bible, understanding what you're reading, interpreting Scripture properly, and hearing God speak to you right where you are in just 30 days. No calligraphy, no fancy handwriting, just you, your Bible, and a notebook and a pen. 
This 30-day program has changed women's lives and I am so, so honored to be offering it open all the time. In these 30 days, you get two 30-minute one-on-one calls with me and then monthly group calls You have lifetime access to this 30-day program. This $99 program will change your relationship with God, whether you are a new believer or you have been a minister for 30 years. This is the program that will get you jump-started, that will get you into it, that will get you understanding God's Word, reading His Word consistency, and hearing His voice just for you. Head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com right now and enroll today. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.